the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Contests include full slates and single game contests. Compete for top cash payouts. Unique product features. And compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd. So they know we sent you. FanDuel. More ways to win. Happy Friday, you D-Gens. We're coming off a lock of the day on Thursday Night Football. cha swing Panthers minus seven and a half. You got to love it. And our parlay, D-Gen teaser, I should say, still more than alive. It's really what you had to do. When you get a seven and a half point favorite that closed at eight last night, and you have the ability to use the FanDuel teaser, one of the new awesome features on the app, and you're going against a rookie quarterback. And I mean no disrespect to Davis Mills. I mean, he's a serviceable quarterback. He played okay last night, especially on a short week. But this was a top defense on a short week going against a Texans team that just is not going anywhere this season. I think this Panthers defense is special. couple of key injuries last night that definitely hurts them, including Christian McCaffrey. We lose our parlay prop that should have hit because i just going to venture to say Christian McCaffrey would have gotten in the end zone. It's all good. We digress. We move on. As we often say, it's the men in black theory. Clean slate. We'll cast the lock. We'll move on to NFL Week 3. I have a lock of the day for you. I'm nervous about it, but it's the game of the week. I can't not fire on it. I can't not talk about it. Now, I may get myself in a trap come Monday, but I'm not going to not fire on the Bucks and Rams. Now, I love my three-team teaser in the middle of today's show and the prop shop section. I think I may have figured out a little bit of a loophole here on the FanDuel Weekly Special tab. You gotta stay with me till the end of the program again. If you cashed, if you're enjoying yourself, a couple people shout me out last couple days on the IG. Appreciate you. Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco on iTunes across all platforms. Make sure to check out all shows on the Volume Sports. Without further ado, let's get in. Let's dive in head first. Lock of the day. Let's rock. I'm doing it. 
I'm doing it. I cannot not touch it. I mean, come on. It's the game of the week. It's Tommy Tampa Brady. It's Maddie Stafford. It's SoFi Stadium. It's middle of the Sunday. It's a minus 1.5 spread. Why tamper with the one and a half when you could just take the bucks on the money line at minus 126? Little 126 down to win 100. If you want to go half of that, go half of that. I am up on the week. Not like last week where I was chasing thanks to Lamar. I am all about the Bucks on the road. And I'm nervous about it. I'm not going to lie to you. I am very impressed with this Rams team. I have the Rams to make the playoffs at minus 178. I trust Matty Stafford, McVay, and this defense to go very far into the playoffs. But we're talking about the greatest of all time. We're talking about a man who's 44 years old that leads the NFL in touchdown passes with nine, two more than any other player. He's also got the most first down passes in the league this year. He's tied for the most 20-yard completions. Who said he's losing a little bit off his fastball? I think not Costanza. And he's got a passer rating of 113.3. And that all equates to the number one offense in the NFL through two weeks. The Bucs leading the NFL and scoring at 39.5 points per game. They remain in the top position. They were last year 80 yards a game on the ground. Rush D. This year, top two at the moment, just 57.5 yards on the ground through two games. They have four picks. That's also top two in the league. Everyone's thinking this defense isn't what it was last year. Let's just pump the brakes. All right, let's just pump the brakes. They went against the Falcons and the Cowboys, two teams that don't know how to play great defense, but absolutely know how to sling the rock. And I will be quick to remind you, this team has not lost. They haven't lost since before their bye week, week 12 of last season, and it was against the Chiefs in a back and forth dance. Look. This squad won four straight heading into the playoffs. Then they won three on the road. This Tampa Bay Buccaneers team has won five straight on the road. If you're worried about it being on the road here, let's not try to outthink the room. I'm also going to go out and on a limb and say this. The Rams beat the Bears. They should have beaten the Bears. They go against the Colts. They're up early. They get a nice break, which no one rooting for an injury here. Wentz hurts his ankles. He's got the Steph Curry ankles from the first part of his career. He can't get them healthy. He goes out. Jacob Eason goes in. This game could have went the Colts' direction. I was on the Colts plus four. I thought that was the sharp side. It's still cashed. Let's say the Colts drive down and win that game outright. Are we looking at the painting differently today? Now, I know that the Bucs can improve their defensive outing. They've given up a lot of yards through two weeks. But I'm going to say a little quantitative and a little qualitative here because the Bucs did lose to the Rams last year on a gay field goal. Go ahead late. And Tom Brady doesn't like to lose to teams two times in a row. You go back historically and look at it. And this is what he's doing. Okay, this is where the quantitative and the qualitative lines up for me. He's heading out west. He doesn't want to have to go back to SoFi Stadium in the playoffs and play this team. All right, he's already done the wild card route 
to the Super Bowl last year. This year with Drew Brees and Del Boca Vista Phase 4 with Seinfeld, he doesn't want to do it. So although this is a September game, it is so much more than that because the Rams are a top three, top four team in the NFC. Brady knows he may very well see this team again. And if he does, he doesn't want to do it in Southern California at the place where the Chargers are tenants. He's a California kid. Doesn't mean he wants to come back. As a Russell Crowe and Gladiator meets Gerald Butler in 300, leader of men that Tom Brady, Benjamin Button is, I say to you this. If this is a coin flip game, and Matt Stafford has beaten the Bears and the Colts who were riddled with injuries and offensive line-wise have not protect with the amount of money they put into their offensive line, Carson Wentz last week the way they should have. Tom Brady's got a top five offensive line, ladies and gentlemen. They also have a top five, in my humble opinion, front seven in the NFL. If we're talking about trenches, if we're doing the coward top 10 theory here, who are the best I'm going six to the Bucks, four to the Rams. And Matt Stafford is not going to be able to rely on his running game at all on Sunday. So it's going to be all on him. And if I'm telling you that this team has four Buck interceptions in two games, they're going to pick this man off who was picked off last week against the Colts. If I have to put my money, my money, on Matt Stafford's first real test at home at SoFi. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. There's going to be a disgusting amount of Bucks fans. Matter of fact, I know about a half a dozen people traveling from out of state to come see Tom Brady at SoFi. This also, last thing I'll say, may be a only one-time trip for Brady to this new stadium. You don't think in the record books he wants to tack on another stadium he got a W in? This guy looks for any edge you could possibly get. This guy's like the nice version of Shooter McGavin, all right? Looking to tell you to meet me on hole nine at nine o'clock, but not saucing you. Just doing it and then shoving it down your jugular anyways. That's the scary thing about this guy. He does a Subway commercial and he doesn't eat the bread. Who else can pull that off? Not a soul. Let me get back to the point. This team hasn't lost since midway through last year. All right? Stafford versus a defense that is just as capable. You may say Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are the two most talented players defensively on both sides. I'll give it to you. We have the better quarterback. We have the better playmakers on offense wholeheartedly. And if Brady wants to continue to do what he's had to do the first two weeks, which is just, oh, by the way, put up the most points in the NFL, then I think he's capable. But I think this game's more about maybe even Stafford making an extra mistake or two, knowing the pressure. Now, Stafford played pressure-free in Detroit. There's zero pressure in Detroit. Just like there's zero pressure where I'm from, from Manny Machado, little much different example, 
But just what I'm saying is to do anything for the Padres. You can be paid handsomely on certain organizations. It doesn't matter if you go to the playoffs or not. It doesn't matter if you hit 260 or you throw 14 interceptions. Stafford has never been in this position. And it's only a September game. But if you don't think Brady is getting his men dialed in, telling them, gents, we don't want to have to come back here in January. We don't. So let's take care of these boys now because if they end up having 13-4 and four records, both of them, which they very well could be, or even 12-5, and five, I like the Bucks. who, oh, by the way, I was on plus 850 last week to score the most points in the whole NFL. I think they are the ones who would play more focused. Could be a trap game. Could be on the wrong side. I don't care. Now, don't go crazy. It's a pick em game for a reason. But I'm putting at least Uber Eats dinner money on the Bucks over the Rams. Lock of the day, money line. Why dance on one and a half? All right, when we're just laying 16 more bucks down for every 100 to just win the game. Bucks win. Arians grabs himself a beverage. With Al Michaels at a steakhouse in Beverly Hills post W. Take an Austin Powers bow and take it to the bank. Let's keep it moving. And we now settle in to the degenerate special for today's program. Hit on it last week going into the Sunday. We already have one leg in if you tuned into Wednesday. Took the Panthers, bought it down, took the Ravens, took the Bills. Ravens should take care of the Lions unless Lamar's needs a walker. And the Bills should take care of Ouch Oucher on my Heineke up in Washington, no problem. We should go 2-0. Got another one for you. I don't like it. I McDonald's love it. It's a three-teamer. It's a little funky. Plus 130, six-and-a-half-point teaser. I got the Cardinals, the under in a game, and the Chiefs. Let's dive in. We're starting with the Chiefs, all right? They just need to win. They just need to beat the Chargers in Arrowhead. And let me tell you this. Since 2018, the Chiefs are 19-6 and at home, tied for the second best in the NFL since then. And I got another one for you. They lost last week, all right? I was on the wrong side of that. Andy Reid doesn't like to lose. Two games in a row, believe it or not. And Andy Reid is still nicknamed Mr. September for a reason. He has only lost with Patty Mahomes under center. Back to 2018. Twice. Two times this man on the Chiefs has lost back-to-backs after a loss the previous week. That's it. He's going against Herbie Hancock, who, oh, by the way, only has two touchdowns and three interceptions through two games. They couldn't put up more than 20 points against the Dallas Cowboys last week. They're only averaging 18.5 points per game, people. The Chiefs are averaging 34. All right? The Chargers aren't getting turnovers. Only one interception in two games. Patty Mahomes doesn't try to play Madden midway through a double-digit lead against the Ravens and throw an unthinkable throw like Mahomes loves to do. He didn't even have an interception. So, it's a divisional game, yes. The Chargers did beat him last year. I don't like the six and a half, but we're talking about a teaser. We're talking about money line. Just win the game. I will go off of history. 
I will go off the importance of getting back to above 500. And I will go off of this Chargers team right now, not really running the ball that well. Look, the Chargers are going to charge. I'm from San Diego. I know this team. I was on the Cowboys plus three and a half. And I like the Chargers in week one against Washington. I'm 2-0, four and against the Chargers through two weeks. Not touching the six and a half. I'm telling you the Chiefs are winning this game. First leg of the parlay, let's keep it rocking. This one I love. This number I love. I can't believe it. We're getting under 49 points in the Patriots-Saints game in New England. We're talking about a Patriots defense that gives up 11.5 points through two weeks and a Saints defense that's only given up 14.5. Top three and top six in points against, respectively. All right? The Saints, at the moment, this is kind of hard to imagine, but the Saints are averaging the least amount of yards and the least amount of passing yards in the entire NFL. They have less yards a game than the Dolphins, the Jags, even the Jets. I can't believe it. Now, this team gave up only three points to the Packers, and the Patriots last week had Zach Wilson throwing four interceptions and didn't let him get any more than six. Here's the fascinating thing here. You take all the points these two teams have given up, 23 points and 29 in four games. That number equals 52. These two defenses have given up 52 points in four games, and we're getting 49 points in a single game. Two teams, top five in sacks and picks, I don't even need to go any further. Just look at the numbers. This game is going to be, if you love chess, a lot of fun. Sean Payton versus Bill Belichick. If you love action, hit seek. Change the channel. This game ain't no way it's going over 49. There's just no way. I was on the Patriots last week and the under. And I think Jameis Winston got way too much respect. And we're reminded he's on a second team and a second contract for a reason. I got the under in that. And last but not least, I'll take the Cardinals minus one at the Jaguars. Oh my gosh. Where do we begin with this Jaguars defense? They've given up 60 points to the Broncos and the Texans. The Broncos and the Texans. Meanwhile, you got Kyler Murray's hitting 73.5% of his completions, and he is the First person in NFL history to throw for three touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in his first two games of the season. All right? This is only the second time in franchise history the Cardinals have scored at least 34 points in their first two games of the season. All right? Here's a disgusting, revolting, if you're a Jacksonville fan out there, you're losing your lunch over this. They have allowed Jacksonville defense. 23 points in 17 consecutive games. It's the second longest streak in the NFL history dating back to the 1980 Baltimore Colts. That hasn't been done since 1980. I was negative 10. The Jaguars D has allowed 350 yards of offense in 15 straight games as well. Second longest streak in the Super Bowl era. 
It's the second most points in the NFL going against the 28th, all right? The Jacks have nothing exciting to talk about, in large part because Urban Meyer is not bought in. And we've talked about it before. The Cardinals have a menacing front seven. J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, you don't want nothing to do with it if you're a rookie quarterback. There is no way the Cardinals lose this game. This parlay, brought to you by FanDuel, pays plus money. The Chiefs to beat the Chargers. The under in the Saints and the Pats. And the Cardinals to beat the Jags? Let's go! The biggest game of Week 3 is the Monday night matchup between Philadelphia and Dallas. And FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger. Because FanDuel is giving new customers 30-1 to odds on either team to win. That means you can end the NFL week right by winning $150 on a $5 bet. I gotta be honest. I'm probably gonna dance on the Eagles plus four. Just simply out of how these NFC East games go. You know how it is. Three of the last six Cowboys-Eagles showdowns in Jerry's world have needed overtime to determine a victor. Three out of the last six? I'm getting four points in a division that lives for these rivalries like there's no tomorrow. And I'm even going to maybe go with a little fan duel same game parlay. I like my boy Smith, little Bama on Bama crime to get back to his fantasy ways. Got in the end zone week one, didn't week two. Week three, he gets it right. Offers like this is just one of the many reasons I love betting the NFL on FanDuel. It's the number one rated sportsbook app in America. It's easy to use, safe and secure, and fast payouts. FanDuel is sports betting made simple, and they're always hooking you up with great offers. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Hours. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up with promo code MONACO this week before Dallas takes on Philadelphia. You could win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. And if you are in Michigan, make sure you check out this week's Can't Miss Spread the Love offer on the Michigan vs. Rutgers game. Oh yeah exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus, $150. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, New Jersey, or Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan, Tennessee. Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia, or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona. And I wrap it up. Here's an interesting one. I don't know if FanDuel is adjusted to this or not, but I'm going to throw out two 
picks under the same bracket and we're going to eat. We're going to eat, people. We have to eat. We have to. I hit it last week on the team scoring the most points, the Bucks plus 850 in week two. Now I got for you the team to score the least amount of points. The Jets are plus 750 at the Broncos to score the least. The Dolphins are plus 1,700. I don't think they've adjusted it yet because Jacoby Brissett is starting at the Raiders. I'm going to put 10 bucks on each, maybe 20, because I'm up this week. Look, it's breakfast money, people. We're millennials paying utility bills, all right? We're not homeowners paying mortgages. The Jets averaging 10 points in two weeks. Disgusting. They're going against a top four defense right now, the Broncos. In mile high, coming off scoring six points against the Patriots, coming off of four interceptions, Zach Wilson performance. Yuck. All right? There is not much to say about this New York Jets offense. That's positive. All right? We're going around the room. We're saying something positive about the New York Jets. I like the jerseys. All right. Dolphins. They're really struggling offensively. Eight and a half points per game. Eight and a half points per game. Versus the Jets who have averaged 10 in two weeks. The Dolphins historically own the Raiders. Which does scare me. But Brissett under center. All right, He's gone five of his last six games on a loss. And he actually has gone 146 consecutive passes without throwing a touchdown. A touchdown. That includes last week where the Bills shut out the Dolphins. So when Tua got hurt and Brissett came in, ain't nothing changed. They didn't score. All right? So I'm sitting here saying the Raiders don't have the best defense. No. But they did drastically improve their defense in the second half of the Ravens game, and they looked pretty impressive defensively against the Steelers on the road in a hostile environment. Now they come back, crowds on their side against a backup quarterback who's just going to game manage. I don't like that the Raiders score so much because that might change the Dolphins' kind of game plan where they kind of play defense to play offense. But plus 1,700 with a backup quarterback, simply because I don't think the odds have changed there, I got a nibble. And I actually think the Jets are probably going to be the lowest scoring offense next week. Again, you got to travel to the altitude. My boy Carson, shout out to the homie, everyday listener from Denver, always tells me you can't underestimate the mile high altitude. And it's a rookie, all right? A rookie for the first time ever. Go ahead and throw on Patrick Sertain. Go ahead, I dare you. Broncos last week made a rookie quarterback look foolish. This is the other thing I love. They get to prepare for a rookie and then a rookie. That's not very common. That is a luxury. I'll take it. I'll put 10 or breakfast money on each. Let's hope we get one because, look, do the math. You put 10 bucks down and the Dolphins hit you win 170. You put 10 bucks down the Jets, you win 75. You lose the 10 you put on the Dolphins, you win 65. You lose the 10 on the Jets. If the Dolphins win, you win 160. Bada boom, bada bing, capiche, comprende, gorgeous. That's it. Bucks over the Rams. Three-team D-Gen teaser. Chiefs under in the Saints-Patriots. And of course, 
the Cardinals over the Jags. And I got a prop shot for you. Team to score the least, the least. Jets plus 750. Dolphins plus 1700. So we're taking a little flyer on both. Just breakfast money or a snack. Forgot to shout this out at the beginning of the podcast. Having an action network right in my life. I am, as we speak, going into this podcast, when it hits your ears, 32 and 16 on the week. I'm up 16.77 units on the week, people. On the month, I'm up 26.2 units. All right, if you're doing $100 a bet, which I'm not, but if you are, you're paying SoCal rent, baby, to say the least. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. Have a wonderful weekend. I will be firing on everything this weekend. Don't forget to follow me on action. That's it for me. Sports gambling with Moneyline Monica. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. And as always, don't forget to hug your money. Ta-ta real smooth. The Volume.